Hi, and welcome to the Reinvented Delaware podcast. I'm Cindy. And I'm Steve. And we're a husband and wife team that shares the joy and fun of reinventing home decor. We want to take you behind the scenes of our YouTube channel and our blog and also give you a chance to get to know us while we get to know you. So grab a cup of coffee if you haven't done so already and sit back and enjoy the conversation. Hi, and welcome back to the Reinvented Delaware podcast. If you're new to the channel, I'm Steve. And I'm Cindy. And we are Reinvented Delaware. And today we're going to talk about finding supplies for projects. Yeah, this is going to be a good one because we've had to do an awful lot of sourcing of some of the strangest things. And we want to talk about how we've sourced the items that we have reinvented and repurposed and upcycled as far as making them something completely different. Because part of what we wanted to do is take an item that had one intended purpose and turn it into something else with a whole new purpose. Like that's been one of our goals with most of our projects that we've done here. Yeah, and from the business side and even from the personal side, you know, cost is always a factor. And so because our store was in a, a vendor booth, people come in and they're not expecting to pay you know, uh, big box store prices or furniture store prices. So getting a deal on supplies oftentimes allows us to price things in a range where people are satisfied. Mm -hmm. So we had to do a lot of creative resourcing to find those items so that they did not cost us a lot of money so that in turn we could pass on the savings to our local customers. And that's just evolved into us sharing those tutorials, those project tutorials on our blog, reinventeddelaware.com, and also here on YouTube, over on YouTube, where we have shared lots of other videos of some of the projects that we have worked on. So today we're gonna talk about how to resource, where to find these things, and the supplies that we have used over the years to reinvent and take one item and turn it into something with a whole new purpose. Let's get started with that. So one of the things that I get asked a lot is where I find wood. And if um, you are any way familiar with woodworking, you know that during COVID, we saw lumber prices just skyrocket. Um, you know, and we're told because the the demand far outweighed the supply at the time. Uh, but uh, Plywood that was selling at $30 a sheet pre-COVID was $80, $90 a sheet. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and a lot of the um, the stuff like Baltic birch, things like that, come from other countries, and it's no longer accessible. But And so the supply dwindles, and the demand stays the same, so the prices, again, skyrocket. Mm-hmm. And the idea of people just throwing away perfectly good lumber just drives me crazy Um, and a lot of people do it and so you know people have said well where do you find the wood and so one of the places to look is in classified ads and here in our community here in delaware we have a publication called the guide and it is statewide it actually goes into delaware and virginia and it's a whole bunch of classifieds but one of those uh, classifieds is free and a lot of times you will get people that have pieces of furniture that they just want to get rid of free mm-hmm. if you haul it you can have it and um so because i had like to turn firewood i am always looking for trees that are cut down uh, that people just want to get rid of or you know lumber that people want to get rid of uh, you can also check with your utility companies because they go out and they trim trees around power lines and trees that um, might have fallen down 
during storms, and that wood is usually discarded. It's it's usually given away or thrown away. Let's get back to the lumber for a second, because I just want to be clear, because I'm kind of learning something here too. So this publication, it's called, what is it called again? I believe it's called The Sussex Guide or The oh, Guide. The Guide. Just it's the like guide. a little newspaper, and maybe we should have brought one to show you, but it's like a little newspaper feeling booklet. You, you can link it, because they have a website. I, okay, I'll link it down below in the description, or down in the show notes. So it's a little publication. People call in and say, um, I want to place a little ad. Does it cost those people to uh, put the, the ad? It does cost okay. money, um, but it's very minimal. And then there's a lot of advertising. So uh, it, the, the, it costs money to make a listing, but it doesn't cost money to get the publication. The publication is free. The publication is free. But if you want to put a listing in it, that's how they're running their business. So you can put a, let's say we had a stack. Let's say we had an old tree or somebody has a tree that fell down in their yard and they want to get rid of it and they don't want to spend money to get rid of it because it's expensive. They could go to the guide and say, I have a cherry tree that fell if you come and get it like steve said you haul how did you say that um you haul it away and you can have it Most, it's for free yeah. so a, a lot of people will do that or maybe they did a little project around their home like a reconstruction kind of project and they might have extra two by fours so they could make a listing hey we have extra two by fours if you come and get it it's yours free we've gotten wood that way yep um so the the guide is a really good way to do that and I'm sure that your community, your local area, probably has something similar. I think that that's a common thing in the United States, that people have these towns or publications like this. So people can kind of get rid of their stuff. I think you could probably do the same thing on Facebook Marketplace. I, I think that that's another big that. place. We don't do a lot of Facebook, but I know that you know in this day and age, there's a lot of, lot of listings on Facebook Marketplace that would be similar to this guide that we're talking about. So you could check out those areas. Excuse me. You also have another really great resource. Am I jumping the gun on the... Um, there's actually a lumber company, um, and they sell to contractors, uh, much like Lowe's and Home Depot. This is a smaller business, and they tend to cater to local contractors. And so there's two ways. One is a shipping container that I'm not sure what they ship in it, but they're built with oak, uh, oh, it's mahogany. Huge. Yeah. So what the it's like a pallet. Uh, it's, it's very similar to a pallet, and the lumber that they're constructed out of is uh, rough cut oak. I found some mahogany, some maple. There's some poplar. Some of it is in bad shape, but if you're willing to pull the nails out and take make the effort to take the piece apart you can get some really nice rough cut lumber. So if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to try to put a little picture in of one of these pallets, but let's give a good description. So everybody knows what a pallet is, like the standard pallet that is used for, um, I don't know, what are those pallets? Um, what do they ship with those pallets? Yeah, mostly uh, either bulk items or heavy items that okay. they can be picked up with a forklift. Yeah, well these pallets that he's talking about are the, the pieces of wood to make the pallet itself are probably five or six feet long, and they're about six inches wide, and they're a good inch or inch and a half thick. Yeah, sometimes two inches. Now, when I say pallet, um, these are more like a box without a lid. Okay. Um, some of them don't have a bottom, some of them do, but there's four sides, and as Cindy said, the um, lumber ranges anywhere between four foot and um, close to six. And if you're willing, again, if you're willing to take the nails out, which uh, can be sometimes uh, time consuming, mm -hmm. 
and then cut off any bad spots because there are sometimes splits in the wood or maybe a knot. But um, I've learned to kind of see that even though it's only five and a half inches with a big split down the side of it, I can still get a four inch piece of oak and that mm -hmm. would cost you 15, 20 bucks at the lumber store. Right. And if you're willing to do the work and stop by the one particular store that we go to, um, my husband will ride by that store and just, he did many, uh, over the years that we were selling our items, he would ride by there on a regular basis because you never really know what day they're going to put these box pallets out. And that store also has a lot of free lumber that might have been warped. I know he's gotten two by fours yep. that the end of it would have a slight warp in it, but the rest of the board was in really good shape. So you could use that. So if you have a, I'm not going to say that the large box stores would do this kind of service, but if you have a smaller lumber store in your area, just start checking it out because you have no idea what they might be giving away for free out at the front of the store. Mm -hmm. That's where they do this. So they all have items that have to be shipped in and they need these heavy duty crates in order to do that. So check in your local area. If you have a local lumber store, like we're talking about for the Delaware area, they might have something like that too. So I want you to be sure and get that resource. Where, where are some other things? That, what are some other things that you have sourced? Um, well, as Cindy just uh, related to a lot of times the contractors that build houses or do projects oftentimes either they order too much lumber um, and they return some or in one particular case i got a huge stack of two by sixes and two by eights um, that the contractor had left out in the rain after finding that they did not need it for their project they returned it to the store the store didn't want to sell it to customers and they put it out in their free pile so, oh, at the same store? Yeah, at the same store. Oh, wow. So I actually did a lot of projects and built a workbench out of that um, out of that lumber. So ask, you know, if you go into the store, and again, I probably would not do this at, at Home Depot or Lowe's because I'm sure they get asked a lot. But if you have a local store, uh, you know, the mom and pop store, or just one that caters locally, ask someone what they do with uh, returned items. And they will more than likely tell you that you're welcome to them because they're paying to have it hauled away. Mm -hmm. So um, another source of really, really good lumber that a lot of people ignore are furniture parts. So you can oftentimes find a tabletop and especially um, older furniture was made out of maple or cherry. Um, it's solid and it can be cut up and made into projects. I've done that many times. Uh, you do have to remove the hardware and and when I'm talking about this, I know there's some out in our audience that are saying, but I don't have a lot of tools. I don't have the tools to mm -hmm. do that. And quite honestly, uh, ask a neighbor, borrow a table saw. You know, there's some videos on YouTube that'll show you how to square the lumber. And with it, if you were able to get the lumber um, in 30 minutes, you would be able to have yourself a nice pile of usable lumber. No nails, and it'd be fairly square and, and ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's a really good tip. We used uh, tabletops from dining room tables because we my husband would replace them with a farmhouse style of table. Well, that left us with this solid piece of wood that could be anywhere from five feet wide. I don't know the measurements of a dining room table. Pretty big. And it would be a nice solid piece of wood that then could be cut down to use for other projects. We did that quite a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah again, uh, you know, it, it, the 
hassle is to take all the screws, make sure that there's any hardware underneath the table. You want to make sure you get all that stuff out. But um, a lot of it is really, really nice. Uh, we found oak, mahogany, maple, cherry, some really, really nice hardwoods that we could then use for other projects. Uh, picture frames, um, boxes, anything that you want to make. There's lumber out there without having to buy new stuff. So another thing to think about when you salvage these things is there is a lot of hardware that is still usable. Um, and many times it's often very high quality hardware. So don't be afraid to salvage you know, things like hinges, doorknobs, latches, things like that. And um, don't throw that stuff away because and Cindy is the queen of keeping unusual things and adding them to projects. But those things will come into use. So if mm -hmm. you have a little organizer, a little toolbox, make sure you keep old screws, um, hinges, doorknobs, spindles, things like that. Yeah, hinges especially we've used a lot of. We've used the doorknobs from old doors. That's been a really fun thing to collect. Been a fun thing to collect. I know um, one of the things that Cindy got a lot of comments on was using spindles on as an accent on some of her frames and pieces and we would cut them in half using a bandsaw and then she would attach them and they she made them chalk holders i think you've had some other things you've done yeah, that's, as well yeah definitely so the spindles that we're talking about some of those spindles were from a broken chair so we could buy we could pick up a broken chair at an auction sometimes free and sometimes for a dollar mm -hmm. and we weren't worried that it was broken because we were looking at the spindle so we would take the chair apart and we would keep the usable parts. For me, the usable parts were spindles. I have a little bit of an obsession with spindles, don't I? Yeah. So some of the smaller spindles. And then also on some of the legs on tabletops, when you when we've been to salvage yards, one that I'll share, in fact, we visited one, one of our favorites here recently, and I'll link that video down in the show notes and over on YouTube, I'll link that video so that you can watch it. It's at Linda's or Oma's, Oma's Oldies. And you can go there and find all sorts of furniture parts where like a dining room table would have come apart because of use and it just got broken. So you would see the legs in a separate place. You'd see the apron in a second place and maybe the table top itself was completely missing. So we would save the spindle legs from that table top or the Queen Anne legs or whatever, and we would save those pieces and make other things into them. So if you can find any of those unusual pieces, another piece I was talking in our last episode about one of my favorite pieces of furniture is a washstand. Well, many people don't want the harp and the harp is really a beautiful, beautiful piece, a beautiful shape of part of the furniture that I just love the harps. You can find the harps all by themselves and we've used those parts and pieces a lot too. When we've seen old doors, sometimes the door is is there but the, the doorknob is not, but you can find a whole box of these doorknobs at auctions and that kind of thing. So if you find those unusual kind of pieces, I think that that's an important thing to try to hold on to if you can. Yeah, even windows. I know we were bike riding in North Carolina and uh, in a little wooded area, and I know you're going to remember this, but somebody had taken old windows and made a little book nook um, oh, yes. and just a little seating area, and it was really cool. Uh, it was a cool way to repurpose the windows, but also just as a service. So you could pull up. We need to make one of those. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, you could pull up, and you could take a book out of their little bin, and you could sit and read it um, and then put it back. But they also invited you, if you wanted to take a book home, 
to bring one back. And so it's kind of a, a library that's free, but people bring things in, return. And it was made out of old windows. It was old windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, I believe it had a piece of tin on the top mm-hmm. to keep the rain out. And it was full. So it was getting a lot of use. And quite honestly, it was in the middle of nowhere. It was in the mm-hmm. middle of a, like a, a wooded trail. So That sounds like a video tutorial, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. We, need, we need to make one of those so we can share that idea with everyone. everyone. And we have some old windows. So, yeah. Uh, you know, as Cindy said, the um, a lot of the hardware a lot is made out of brass, and you don't find that. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff we find today is brass plated, and solid brass is really expensive. So mm-hmm. take advantage of that. There are um, a number of ways to clean it up, polish it up, and you know make it look new again. And if that's not your look, then it, it has the patina already, and it, it's going to look nice on your piece. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the strangest things that we have added to a project over the years of selling our items and and doing this whole reinvented Delaware business. So do you want to go first? I don't know. Okay. How about if you go first? You go first. So um, what's the, the weirdest thing that we've ever done with furniture pieces? So one of the things that we uh, enjoy purchasing and we tend to find in abundance are old carpenters toolboxes and so these are um, fairly large maybe uh, three foot in length and they're you know 12 18 inches deep and then they will about 12 18 inches wide so they're fairly large box they have handles and what would the uh, carpenter would do when they came to your house this was their toolbox so Mm -hmm. they oftentimes have uh, drawers or shelves little place where they would fasten their saws, maybe keep their chisels and all the the planes, the woodworking tools that they used. And so these boxes are well built Mm -hmm. and and they look really cool. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to pop in a couple of pictures of these wooden toolboxes that we're talking about just so you can get an idea. But nowadays we would use, a carpenter would use like a bag. Yeah, a bag or pickup truck. I mean, you can well, yeah. the, the um, a lot of the carpenters have you know toolboxes in their truck, uh, and or I've seen a lot with they pull a small trailer and they keep everything organized in in cabinets in a trailer, so you don't see these large wooden boxes as much. The but again, you find them at yard sales, you find them at auctions, and so um, when we started to do them, Cindy found some and then would redo them and put them in our vendor spot and they were super popular people used them as coffee tables yeah so when he says when we would redo them we would we're going to tell you about some of the things that we've done to these wood boxes but basically we would take these old boxes scrub them like crazy because they're filthy filthy dirty scrub them and then we would come up with an idea of how to reinvent and repurpose it into a whole new use because that's something we like to do we like to take an item that we had for one use and turn it into something with a whole new use and we did it a lot with these wood boxes so that's what he means by when we would redo them we're going to tell you what we've redone with some of these boxes so go ahead so cindy had the idea to add uh queen anne legs and an apron to an old wooden box and this came out of the salvage pile because I had some old Queen, Queen Anne's legs. And in fact, I still have some out in my shop. Mm-hmm. And so we took the box, we added an apron, and we added these uh, Queen Anne legs and made it just a small, I guess, side table. It would, is that what well, you call it? Sofa well, table. and by the way, this was one of the harebrained ideas that we've talked before about this, that I would come up with these crazy ideas and I knew in my mind that it was going to look amazing. 
and you would be like, okay, I don't know if that's going to look good, but somehow you were able to take my vision and actually implement it because I can come up with the vision, but you can come up with the mechanics of it. You are the one that can figure out how to make that vision come true and come to life. So we had this old wood toolbox. He added the apron and the Queen Anne legs. And after we assembled it, I'm going to pop in a little picture and I will leave a link to the blog post for that down in the show notes. Or if you're over on YouTube, you can see it down in the description below. And then we sold it and I sold it as like a little storage unit for gloves and hats. So it was narrow and it didn't take up much floor space. And I suggested to people that they could use it near their back door as a place to throw in the gloves where the kids could throw in their gloves or their hats at the end of the day. They could prop open the lid and make it a decorative kind of thing with flowers and such during the off season when it wasn't winter. They could really use it for any kind of little storage thing or it could just be a decorative piece where they could, you know, put whatever if you hear anything in the background, by the way, that's our little dog. Our, and our... I might grab him. If I get an opportunity, I'll grab him so you can see him here on camera, not just here as sniffing. But anyway, that's what that's what all that's going on. So anyway, back to that Queen Anne leg wood toolbox. You put it together. We sold it. People loved it. And we made a lot of those, didn't we? We made a lot of those. And I think um, the reason that sticks in mind is because it took me outside of my comfort zone because mm. I'd never made an apron. And so I had to, uh, you know, a lot of angles and then put it together and then make it look aesthetically pleasing like it, you know, it um, was made that way. And so I think that's the biggest thing is when you get these old parts or you get this old salvage is a lot of times we think, Oh, I'll never use it, but try to, to kind of think ahead of what it might uh, become, mm -hmm. you know, what you could use it for. And again, don't, um, I tend to be a hoarder. So you have to know, you know, when to, th when to throw stuff out or when you're not going to use it. But there are certainly a lot of things that are very usable um, not only if you're doing a project, but also in doing maintenance or repairing things around the house. Mm -hmm. Very true. So I would have to say if that's your most unusual item that we've ever repurposed, I'm sure that there are others, but the one that pops into my mind is kind of along the lines of that wood box. And I'm going to pop a little picture in so you can see it. If you're listening on just the audio version of this, I encourage you to go over to YouTube and watch the visual version of this because I want to I want you to see these two projects that we're mentioning here. The box with the Queen Anne legs and then the one that I remember is an old wood toolbox that we repainted. It looks so chippy and so perfect. We added caster wheels to it and it was the height of a coffee table. So it was perfect for a coffee table. We had locking casters on it. And then on the front, you put um, a piece of spindle on that you cut lengthwise. You've got to see this. So be sure to look at the picture that I'm going to pop in here. And I'll also share the blog post for this particular project, actually for both of those projects. But you attach this spindle flattened piece. It's hard to describe on the front of it. And it really added some character. And then for the lid to open up because these wood toolboxes are great storage, especially if you're using it as a coffee table. I took for the, for the handle, I took a, an antique glass doorknob with the back plate that was brass. I, I can't remember that. Well, we'll see, 
but it's beautiful and it almost looks like a diamond sitting on top of this wood toolbox. I know that the lady that bought it, that's kind of how she viewed it. And one of the things that I love about doing projects like this is it takes something really unusual, like this glass doorknob belongs on a door. It doesn't belong on a wood toolbox, but yet it looked amazing and it also had a purpose. It helped you to lift the lid so that you could see and get to the things that you were storing inside this. The lady that bought it loved it. I posted it on Instagram. She messaged me. She's like, I'm getting right over to your shop and I'm getting that. It's mine. So somebody is living with that in their home and they're really enjoying it. Yeah. And you know, the while we're talking about the things that we do, I think it's it's important to emphasize that the, the blog talks about tutorials. In other words, how to do things. And I know a lot of people, and I've been in this boat um, before, is you think, oh, I could never do something like that. And so uh, my son always says, keep your your expectations low because you're going to screw up mm -hmm. and you're going to make mistakes. Uh, but that's what, what makes a project unique. Mm -hmm. And also, um, don't be afraid to fail because... Uh, well, I think that's where you learn. Yes. When uh, you make a mistake, when you fail, you go, okay, I'm not going to do that again. That didn't work. And that's how you learn for the next time. Yeah. So, I mean, I know cutting dovetails is the challenge for me. And, and I have a tool that allows me to do it. Um, but I want to learn to do it by hand. I turn on these YouTube videos and I watch these craftsmen and you know, 30 seconds, they have perfect dovetails. And I've literally been through a whole chunk of scrap wood trying to do it myself and you get frustrated and I stop and then I'll go back at some point and I'll try it again but that's the only way you're going to learn to do it is by doing it so don't be afraid uh, also don't be afraid to see the potential that a project mm -hmm. has I know we have um, one is an old toolbox that a friend gave me it was in his dad's shop after his father passed away we got this thing, it was oil soaked, a, a mouse or a rat had chewed through the corner of it. Oh, wow. um, and the, you know, everybody looked at it, it as like, that's junk. But we scrubbed it out and we got the oil out of it, sealed it, and then sanded it down, did some repairs. And we still have it and it's beautiful. It, mm -hmm. it really is. Um, and also a cabinet that we got from an old school. They were throwing it out. My brother got it and wouldn't fit in his house. So he said, here, do you want this? And this thing had 30 coats of gray paint on it. And, you know, I'm thinking, I'm going to put it in my garage to put stuff in. And Cindy saw it and said, oh, no, that's going in our house. And so we stripped the wood off and it is in our house to this day. The mm -hmm. unique thing is my father had uh, a part in the construction of this thing. And so it sits in our house today. It's one of our prized possessions. And we'll go to our children, you know, when, when we pass over the rainbow bridge but we are um i would have never seen that potential that that piece had but cindy did so um don't be afraid to experiment or look at a piece and say this could be something really amazing yeah i think that's a really good tip that we could end on just keep your mind open when you see some of these things don't dismiss it for the original purpose that it had and instead keep your mind open and try to envision that piece into something brand new. So it that's a lot of fun. And you know, when you watch and read blog posts about different projects that we've worked on and many others, there's lots of information online about different projects that have been repurposed, that will get your own creative juices mm -hmm. and your own creative mind. You go, oh, I have a piece that kind of looks like that. I think I could do that. And then that, that will really get your mind going and in gear. And that's just a lot of fun. Hasn't it been fun? It has been fun. Yeah. And, you know, the um, I get a lot of people that have looked at this lumber that we've reclaimed from the pallets. And 
Um, one in particular is like, well, it's too much work to pull the nails out. But mm-hmm. I, and it is a lot of work. It it is uh, difficult. But when you look at the finished project and you know that was a box sitting in a trash pile at a lumber yard and now look what it is i mean you just get a a certain um appreciation or satisfaction that you took that lumber Um, plus it is saving a tree because you're using this lumber and it didn't come from a tree that's been cut down to make brand new yeah you're saving a tree you're saving space in the in the landfills i mean we really need to get serious about thinking about that not just throwing away and buying new but if we can repurpose and reinvent and upcycle we're really saving the landfills so it's it's saving in so many ways when i think about our own home and the things that we've repurposed and that we have upcycled here for our own home we have saved a lot of money for our own decor not just for the items that we sold but it's also a really big savings for our own decor and that's and it's been fun and it's been a fun thing that we can work on together. We've worked individually. He can work on his part out in his workshop. I can work in my little workshop or here in my office. And then we can come together on those projects. So, and I just think it's been a, it's been a good experience and we're just going to keep on. Yeah. And I, I'm going to put in a shameless mm-hmm. plug because I get a lot of people. Um, I made some cutting boards as a gift for a friend and, um, you know, they made the comment that, Oh, I could never do something like that. And the truth is, it, it's fairly simple. So there is a YouTube channel. It's called Woodworking for Mere Mortals. This is the shameless plug. Yes. A guy named Steve Ramsey. And he does such an excellent job of basic woodworking. So I'm going to link that channel down yeah. below because you guys really need to watch his his. His tutorials are amazing. His tutorials, he works out of his garage. Um, he doesn't have high-end tools. And the... Um, he's probably going to be mad that I said that. But, no. Um, oh, no. I think that he would be thrilled yeah. that he's not using the fancy schmancy newest and latest and greatest. But yeah. he will show you techniques that you with, uh, you know, just a few tools mm-hmm. can do. And, you know, I just encourage you. I know coming out of law enforcement, and I used to tell new police officers, you have to have a hobby that mm-hmm. takes your mind away from work and all the stuff that goes on, the stresses of the day. Uh, for me, woodworking is doing that, and hopefully there's some out there listening to us today that that's the same thing, but you can get a lot of enjoyment out of creating, and you don't have to spend a lot of money to do it. No, you don't. Well, you know, I think we're going to end on that note, and one of the things that my husband and I want to do is inspire you to get creative, to make over some items, to build something new with inexpensive supplies to just get creative and make things for your own home now if you have a vendor booth these might be some great ideas that you could sell you know repurpose yourself and then sell them in your vendor booth i'm all about helping people do that kind of thing because we were so successful and we've watched so many youtube videos and read so many blog posts that have inspired us to get to this point and we just kind of want to give back and this is one of the ways that we're doing it here on youtube and on all the podcasts players, you know, Spotify, Apple, uh, there's just so many. We're going to be in all the places, so we're excited about that. Uh, do you have anything else you want to share with this? So I just, uh, you know, on that note, just want to um, encourage you that if you like this, you want to see more, send mm-hmm. us your ideas. What would you like to know? Um, what would you like us to talk about? What would you like to us to show? And you can send that cindy at reinventeddelaware.com. I'm going to put that email address down in the show notes and down in the description 
of the YouTube video. You could leave a comment on YouTube if you wanted to. Tell us what you want us to talk about. So, and if you like this video and you want to see more, please like and subscribe. If you really hate this video, just give us a like anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we won't tell anybody. Or tell us that you didn't enjoy it. Yep. We can take it. Yep. Or <laughs> tell us what we can do better because yeah. we do want to improve, but we enjoy doing this. And again, I think this enhances uh, Cindy's blog of the tutorials. We're just average um, everyday people and you can do the same things that that Cindy does or the same things that I do. Well, we really enjoyed having you here. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching and we'll see you next time.